Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to New Patterns, the very first episode of New Patterns. My name is Chris, and I'm your host. And sitting right next to me is my fiance and co-host, Rabia. Boy, are you Wi-Fi? Because I feel a strong connection. <laughs> I actually never heard that one before. <laughs> I didn't think so. Um, it's not It's not even lame either. That's kind of cool. Well, it is kind of lame. I thought it was corny. You know, you should have used that when you first met me. Yeah, but that would have been, been lame. You mean, I feel like I felt like the way everything played out, it was meant to be. You know what? You're right. As a matter of fact, why don't we take time in this episode to talk about how you <laughs> how you asked me uh, for my number and everything. Yeah. Before we get to that, guys, um, uh, we're so happy that you guys are listening. Um, Robbie and I have been talking about starting this podcast for a while, and uh, we feel that God has been showing us a lot of things in our relationship. He's been uh, yeah. giving us a lot of insight, and we want to share those things with you all. And... Uh, for this first episode, for the beginning, what you can expect is just to hear our story, how we met. So, Rabia, what is our story? How is it exactly that we met? Okay, so just when we met, right? This was five years ago. Um, today, actually, the day that we're releasing this. Um, and I actually, so before I met him, two weeks prior, I came to main event, which is where he was working. Um, and I walked in. And I saw him and he was one of the first people that I saw. And I was thinking, dang, <laughs> who is he? Um, but I was with my mom and my brothers and we just came to bowl. I believe it was my senior. I was heading into my senior year of high school and he was heading into his freshman year of college. Yep. Um, and so, you know, I bowled and my mom, my mom was like, Robbie, I see you looking at him. Just talk to him. Just go ask him for his number or something. And I was thinking, what? No, no way. And she was like, come on, we're in the 21st century, girl. And I was like, no. <laughs> so tell me, what, what was stopping you from that first time that you saw um, me to ask me? Honestly, I don't know. It was just it was just the fact that maybe I, I guess I wanted you to talk to me first. Mm. Um and then so I didn't I didn't talk to you, but but I remember leaving main event that day and I was thinking, well. There goes my one chance. Um, and then, you know, it so happened that we came back two weeks later with with uh, three of my girls. And we came to bowl again. And you are working um, again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, thought it was, I thought it was cool because, you know, I could have came at any time. You couldn't have been there. You could have called in sick. You could have, you know, a day off or something. It was a divine but appointment. It was. It really was. Um and so, you know, we sat down and, and you came over to our section to serve, even though it was not your section. And so, you know, in my mind, I was thinking, okay, he sees me. He must think, you know, that I'm attractive or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but what was your perspective at that, at that time? Uh, so at that time, right, BC, um, I was, uh, I was in a, okay. He was a hoodlum, guys, a hoodlum. I, I was a hoodlum. Um, I wasn't walking with the Lord yet. And when I saw the opportunity to serve a bunch of girls, I took it. Rabia was in that group. And so my perspective on that was like, okay, I get to just, you know, be charming and everything. And so he wanted attention. I did. But at that time, I didn't know that yet. Um, You know, five years of friendship taught us a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, he served us. And then before I, before I left, um, I, you know, 
I think I I think some of my girls encouraged me because I was I was thinking should I ask you for your number, and I was hoping you would have just written your number on the on the receipt. I was hoping something. And I should have. I definitely should have. Well, I mean, it would have been. I feel like the, I feel like you know the guy asking the girl is anyway, just like the way. So it we're in the twenty first century. I know a lot of girls want to be you know asked out first, but sometimes it's just a little bit different. And in mm-hmm. our case, it was a little bit different. Um, and so before we left to go bowl, because we had just eaten, um, or we ate, we just ate, uh, I was like, hey, if I were to ask you for your number, would you give it to me? And so this was like, this was my mechanism, my way of, of protecting me in case you said no. Um, not that I needed you to say yes or no, because I knew who I was at that time. Yeah, you were confident. Yeah, yeah. but but he was like, uh, yeah. And so I, 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 I think I gave you my phone and you... You had yeah. it written down already, right? No, I gave him my phone and he put his number in. And then, you know, the rest is history. We, we hung out um, three days later. So, like, what did we do that summer? Yeah, we did a lot of things that summer. Um, that first... Okay, so I'm going to call it a date. Because I feel like at it that, time, <laughs> at that so, time, we were, like, into each other. Even though we just met and we were, like, friends. But we kind of had that you know, connection. Okay, a we bit. were, like, we were your Wi-Fi when we had a strong connection. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we had that, we had, I had that strong connection. So he you. calls it a date. I don't because in my eyes, we really were just friends. You know, I thought he was attractive, but you know, we were just hanging out that summer in my, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. That first date, we <laughs> ate Chick-fil-A. We went skating, um, roller skating. What else did we do? And then we went to the park after. Yes. Um, and we we talked on it. And we sat at the, the bench, the same bench he proposed that. Um, mm. I am his fiance, for y'all that don't know. Um, but, you know, we sat at that bench and we talked for a long time. And then we walked around the park. And one thing that I did differently, because, you know, um, before I would just try to be cool. I would try to be, you know, the world's view of what cool was um, <clears throat> in a godly way, <laughs> if that makes sense. Um, when I hung out with guys or when I talked to guys, but with Chris, I immediately felt in my spirit, you know, just to be myself, to be exactly who I was. Um, and that way I'm not setting a false expectation, you know? And Mm. so that, that's really what I did. I was, I was authentically me. Um, and we had a lot of fun together. We laughed a lot. I thought he was a gentleman. I thought, you know, he was funny. Um, and we just had really good conversations. And so, you know, that summer we hung out, what, maybe three times a week, four times a week. We, were, we saw often. each other a lot. It was very often. Um, and it was it was a pure relationship. You know, we it wasn't, well, I wasn't in it to get anything. I just wanted to have a little bit of fun with a cute guy. Maybe yeah, well, your mindset me, was a little bit different. <laughs> for me, I, I definitely wanted to have fun. But I guess at the same time, like I was trying to like feel you out and see like what type of girl you are. And you weren't like everybody else, right? What do you, what do you mean by that? Um, you weren't you weren't playing necessarily playing hard to get. You were just being genuine to who you were, and you were just uh, reserved. Like you, you when I was with you, I always knew what your intentions are and what your expectations are, and so that made me uh, kind of like take a couple steps back. Like, okay, like this isn't a girl that I can just you know talk yeah. to and like try to like. Uh, you know, do anything with. Um, so that's yeah. why that's why it was very authentic from the beginning. Is because I lo- I loved how genuine, authentic you were. I liked the type of person, the character that you had, 
And so that's why, you know, yeah. I, I kept on wanting to spend time with you. So for me, I accepted Christ when I was about 13 years old. Um, and ever since, um, I was, you know, really, really on fire for him, very passionate about God. And I knew that whenever I dated a guy that I didn't want to play around. You know, I knew that dating was meant for me to take very seriously. Um, and whoever I or whatever guy I was with, um, I wanted to be very intentional. I want him to be very intentional in, in his pursuit of me, but also our pursuit of Christ. Um, and so that's why I didn't play around when we were friends. But anyways, you went to college and tell me um, that summer when you left, you left on August 15th. I love dates. I remember dates really well, guys. Just for you all to know a little bit about me. Dates um, are very important. And so, you I know, struggle. you left on August 15th and... Tell me about your first year of college. We were still just friends, um, but what? Tell me a little bit, a little bit about that. Yeah, so going to college, um, we uh, we continued to be friends, but I think that toward the end, we did we did have a we did share a kiss. We did, that's and uh, and when I left, when I when I started my freshman year at Texas State, I realized that I didn't want to. I wasn't ready to be in a relationship because I wanted to experience the world and I wanted to experience a lot of things that I thought college was about. And so I uh, I let Robbie know that, hey, you know, I like you, but I don't think I'm ready to like commit to anything. Right. And for me, that was, I was kind of expecting it because mm-hmm. I know, oh, I heard what would happen when people went to college, even yeah. though I was a lot different in my mindset. Um so I wasn't expecting us to have a relationship, even though I had started liking him um, because, you know, we hung out a lot. I got to know him a little bit more and I started liking him. Um, but I knew and I was expectant of us not having a relationship. So I was okay when, whenever, you know, he you said that. You were guarding that. your heart. Right. I was guarding my heart. Exactly. Um, thank you for pointing that out. Mm-hmm. But um, when he, you know, I remember you came back right after you told me, let's just be friends because we were friends, but he made it clear that, you know, we were just going to be friends for real. Um, He came back and I hit him with a side hug and I was like, bet you want to be friends? I can show you how to be friends (laughs) for real. (laughs) That kiss that we had, that one kiss that we had before you went to college, it ain't mean nothing no more because I'm going to hit you with every side hug I'm going to get. But anyways, I was being a little bit petty, but, but, you know, I still, we were okay and we were honestly when he came back we hung out we were friends you know we had a lot of fun together um but but that it just that's you know that's a relationship we had yeah and god and god began to work on my heart because while i was at texas state um after i uh, did all the partying and uh you know it was very promiscuous and i just lived a life that i thought was very fulfilling Mm. which led me to feel very depressed and god just broke me you know I, i felt empty i didn't feel any a joy from anything I was doing. I would look in the mirror and I hated the person that I was. And it was in that broken place that God was so sweet and intentional with me. And right. he showed me, uh, he introduced me to an organization called Crew. And there are people there that were very, uh, uh, very loving and kind. And they accepted me, even though I felt so dirty and unloved and unwanted. And it was through these relationships there that I began to see Jesus's character displayed through them and their love and everything. And so as I uh, was meeting weekly in discipleship and and learning what it means to follow Jesus, I decided to rededicate my life to the Lord. And I started my relationship 
with the Lord for real. Um, that it was like late October, mm-hmm. and um, whenever I would go back to Katie to visit Rabia, she, I would share with her everything that I was experiencing, the good things, the bad things, right? She she heard the stories about me partying and everything, but she especially heard when whenever I started following the Lord, I got to share with her that you know I just started a relationship right. with God and. And I was so like fired up and like ready just like to learn more about, um, you know, being in a, in a community and what that looks right. like. And so that October, um, you know, I mean, you know, your, your first year of college was really just a lot of God breaking you down um, mm-hmm. to build you back up. And praise God, you Amen. met um, the people that you met when you met them mm-hmm. um, and that you're part of uh, this organization, you know. Um, but, you know, when he came back in October, um, prior to that, he would come back and tell me, you know, the partying, running away from the cops, the, the everything, oh you know, gosh, the everything. Yeah. Um, and in my head, I was like, wow, this guy must really not want me to like him. <laughs> you know, he must really want me to be turned away very quickly. <laughs> I was very honest um, with you. He was. And I love that about him. He is very honest with me. Um, but yeah, in October, he started talking about the Lord and I was thinking, wow, I like this. You know, I like that he is pursuing Jesus and being pursued by godly men. Um, and that, you know, that was the, that was the moment where I felt like I started actually having a little bit of feelings for him. You know, before that it was like, oh, I want to have fun and I want to, you know, hang out with a cool guy. But I saw you as a friend. I really did. And then when you start talking about the Lord and your intentionality with him, I remember just being like, okay, Rabia, take a step back, chill out. You know, you don't need to develop feelings right now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was really excited for you, you know? And what was cool is it was during like that from the moment I began walking with the Lord up until the end of my freshman year, I remember just, it was our our conversations became more about the Lord. And I just remember our friendship becoming more intimate, right? Like we were mm-hmm. friends, and but we just became closer because of our relationship with God. Right, and our love for Jesus, uh-huh. right. And so we, we, we would go to church together. Mm-hmm. I, I, when I saw you share your story at church, like that was, that was a moment where I'm like, wow, like this, this woman, like she, she really loves the Lord. And me, uh, knowing that I don't want to be with anybody else than someone who is committed to Jesus like I am, I started to see her in a different way, not just like as a friend, but like as mm. someone who is being, you know, very intentional with her walk with Jesus. And that was very attractive to me. <laughs> so um, and by the end of my freshman year, I decided that for my summer, I wanted to go to uh, Lake Tahoe, a summer mission with crew. And I was going there with a couple of really close friends of mine. And while I was there that summer, Robbie and I, we spoke on the phone. We didn't plan it. We like talked on the phone almost every single day. And what was so cool about it is same thing where I shared with her everything that was happening there. Uh, she talked about her summer and what she was doing. And we we began to be a little bit more flirtatious and like <laughs> uh, we began to uh, see each other um, in a different way. And you know what? That was unplanned because in my mind, um, I was thinking, and again, I was very bold. And so right before he went to Lake Tahoe, I told him, I said, hey, 
I, you know, I like you. Um, and I just want to, I just want clarity on what our relationship is, you know, like, what is it that you want? Um, because I honestly, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be led on. Right. And I wanted to be upfront. And so again, a lot of this is due to my mom because she taught me to be very bold. (laughs) Thank you, mom. (laughs) Um, and he told me, he said, I'm not, I'm not spiritually or financially ready to be uh, your boyfriend. And honestly, I respect that because at that time, he still had a lot of growing to do. You know, he still, and, and we both had to grow a lot. We both did. Definitely. Um, but, you know, at that time, he still uh, was kind of live, trying to live in the world, but, but pursuing Jesus at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so this trip to Lake Tahoe really was God changing and molding you um, into, into who he needed you to be at that time when you asked me to be my boyfriend, you know. And it was unplanned. We didn't plan to talk every day, um, but it was sweet. It was really sweet. Yeah, and it was it's it was so cool because everybody at Lake Tahoe knew about Rabia. Like they always <laughs> knew. Like, oh, Chris, hey, where are you going, man? Because they would stay up and like do whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm about to go talk to Rabia, and so like they just knew <laughs> who you were, and you weren't even there. Um, and so people kind of had the expectation, like, oh, okay, like, uh, he's about to go talk to Rabia, you know, the girl's there, like, you know, he's about to go talk to Rabia yeah. <laughs> and my, uh, my leader, my, uh, my life group leader there, um, he, uh, he met up with me and he just, you know, was seeing how I was enjoying the summer. And, um, he asked me the question if I was connecting with any of the girls there. And I said, actually, there's this girl back home that I'm connecting with. We talk on the phone basically every day. And she's like a very close friend. And he he paused and he was like, wait, like y'all talk every day? I said, yeah. He's like, y'all are close friends? Like, yes. And he said, no, you you can't be just close friends. No, he asked you. He asked you a specific question. He asked, does she love the Lord? And I was like, yeah, she loves the Lord. And after that, he's like, look, man, I think that if you're going to be talking to a girl every single day like that and she loves the Lord, and y'all are like committed to like this friendship that y'all have. I think that this is more than a friendship. I yeah. think that you like her and I think that you shouldn't waste her time. And I think you need to be intentional and take the next step in this friendship. Right. And I, n- no man has ever talked to me that way. Right. Especially when it came to like godly relationships and friendships like that with other women. And so when he said that, it's like my eyes opened up. And I realized how much I really like Rabia. And I was so excited because I knew that when I got back from Lake Tahoe, I was going to ask her to be my girlfriend. And I was also confident that, you know, with everything I was learning and the way I was growing while I was in Lake Tahoe, I feel like spiritually, I was more prepared after the summer to step into a relationship than I was before the summer. And so then he came back to Houston um, and... I remember just being really excited um, to be with him, to see him. Um, And honestly, sometimes I didn't know. I was thinking, you know, am I ready? You know, we're going to be in a distance relationship Um, because he was at Texas State University and I was in the University of Houston. I was about to attend there. And so I was thinking, you know, is this really what I want? I'm about to head into my first year of college. Um, And so I was really contemplating it. But that day he asked me, um, we were sitting at Hop Dottie's after we went to a date to the zoo. Mm-hmm. To me, that was the first date we had. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, we went to the zoo and then, you know, we, we were in a line to, to go eat at our favorite burger place, uh, Hop Dottie's. 
And, um, you know, he asked me, he said, do you have any questions for me? Yeah. And I said, uh, okay, where are we headed? And tell, tell these people what you told me. I said, sarcastically, uh, to the front of the line to order some food. <laughs> I looked at this boy and <laughs> he said, I know what you're asking me. Um, you know, actually, that's what I want to talk to you about when we sit down to eat. And that shows you how much, like, she was just up front and, like, wanting to know, like, okay, like, what is right. it? What is this relationship? Like, what are we doing? Like, And so, you know, in that moment as well, I also didn't want to go into college confused about our friendship, relationship, whatever it was. Um, you know, because here we were talking almost every night. Um, you know, were you going to be intentional with me? That was my biggest thing is, was he going to be intentional or, or was I going to waste my time? Because I was done at that point. Mm-hmm. I was ready to be done. Yeah. Um, right, ready to be done uh, thinking about being pursued by you or whatever it was, you right. know? Um, but we sat down and, and, you know, he was like, what did you say? Um, and so I just expressed my, uh, my feelings towards you. And I talked about, I think I mentioned during the summer that I realized that you're the person that I want to pursue and step into a relationship with. And I see your love for the Lord. And that's what I find most attractive about you is that, you know, you're, you're actively pursuing a relationship with Jesus. And, uh, I asked her, will you be my girlfriend? Right. And I, that was such a happy moment for me, but you know, I looked at him and I was like, so what does that mean? You know, what, what does it mean to be your girlfriend? You know, and then I asked, I think I was like, okay, so what's your plan? You know, how are you, how are you going to deal with distance? Are you ready for distance? Um, And she's a planner. I I did not, you, you, you're a planner. I did not think of anything. Like, (laughs) I did not think of like what that would look like or, you know, I knew you were going to ask questions, but like these questions. Right. And then I think I finished it off with saying, okay, I don't date for fun. I'm dating uh, for marriage, Um, you know, and I can see myself potentially marrying you, um, but I need to know why you, like, why you want to date me, you know, and when he expressed his um, intentionality behind it, um, I finally said yes, and so, you know, that was the beginning. It was August 6th, 2016, a year and a month later of being friends. Um, and honestly, that friendship period was really important. And, you know, we're going to talk about that in future episodes. But uh, yeah. And so then now we're here four years later and, you know, we learned a lot um, in our experience. We've been through really difficult things, um, mm-hmm. really had to pursue Jesus in those moments. Um, but, you know, learning what it means to pursue Jesus in every single moment, even the really happy ones. And so, yeah, we we really wanted to start this podcast um, because we felt like the Lord saying, all right, it was time to share um, our story, time to share what we're learning. Um, and we really just want to share our love um, with y'all um, because I really, I love Christopher with all my heart. I love you too, babe. <laughs> and when we're still learning, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, we, there's a lot of things that we have to learn, a lot of ways that we have to grow. But uh, we're excited to bring you guys on this journey with us yes. and be real and authentic and vulnerable with you guys. Yes. So with that, thank you so much for listening to this first episode of New Patterns. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.